0: What's up cardboard nation welcome to another episode of go gts live this is what we're going to be looking for later bunch of booms we got a bunch of stuff going on before then though glad to be back in full strength with the one the only ivan love what's up brother how are you also known as malaboom
1: because <laughs> that's what my shirt says Malibu. uh hey i'm great rob i missed you last week uh i missed you the week before that man it's been forever i feel like i haven't
0: seen you since the National, which still feels like just yesterday. How are you? Doing? I know. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. We, we The show just kept getting busier and busier as the week progressed, and we, it's absolutely jam-packed. Um, let me give you guys a rundown of some things going on. Uh, Paul Zickler from Upper Deck is going to be on detailing the NHL Rookie Showcase. Give us a sneak peek of OPC Hockey and tell us about Singles Day. Hmm. Russ Cohen, uh, our very own roving reporter out on the East Coast, was also at the NHLPA Rookie Showcase. We'll uh, give you some content from that. we got some stories and hobby happenings. Two momentous and ginormous box break segments tonight. Uh, We're also going to have a video uh, interview by Kelsey Schroyer, uh, with Rob Springs, football product development manager from Panini, Man,
2: Layton Sheldon the on tonight. Yeah, I know
0: Leighton Sheldon of Just Collect and Vintage Breaks talks about the renewed interest in junk wax. We'll look ahead at next week's new releases, but first things first, we kick things off with a tongue-in-cheek, although true, <coughs> excuse me, poll. Um, it was uh, hats off to. Um, Eric Norton at Fat Packs Podcast over on the Beckett Radio Network, um, who asked the question, or kind of like, he he got really just grossed out (laughs) by some seller showing their legs and feet with the images, the cards that they were for sale or trade. But for me, there's something that, and I get that, but there's something that totally trumps that for me and if you've never noticed before and you watch breaks I'm sorry but now you're going to you're going to notice and you're going to look for it and you're going to be grossed out if you find it but the one for me is breakers with dirty fingernails so we we want to know which one is more annoying A couple months ago, I I can't even remember who it was. I turned it, tuned into a break, and I literally about puked on my keyboard. I was like, oh, my gosh. It's just, you know, when that's your thing, your hands are on camera for, you know, 12 hours a day. Dude, get a manicure or, you know, at least scrub and trim. I'm going to show you mine before we start breaking. I don't think you've ever, ever, I'm very conscious of that. Um, So, Anyway, I I voted (coughs) dirty fingernails, and it looks like, um, if my math is correct, yes, 81% of you also voted and agree with me. Well, that's just crazy. For me, it's absolutely legs and feet. I mean,
1: (laughs) come on. We do not need to see your – your hand is okay, but your feet – come on. No one wants to see that. Rex Ryan isn't out here buying cards. Oh, wait – Rex Ryan did come to the National this year, so maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the feet picks are more popular, but I don't know. It would take a lot for me to see. I did not have the breaker experience you had, but I've never noticed some, like, gnarly, gnarly fingernails. Maybe, Rob, are you watching Facebook breaks
0: again? Is that what you're doing? No, I, I honestly don't even remember, you know. It's not like, oh, I don't want to say the name. I honestly don't remember, but I remember going, <laughs> Well, real
1: quick. So if you want to vote in that poll, you got to make sure that you follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash go GTS live, wherever you are watching, whether it's on Twitter, live stream, YouTube, Twitch, all of the above Facebook. We see you out there. Um, Make sure that you follow us on Twitter because you have to be following us to be eligible to win All of the crazy prizes that we're going to be giving away tonight. Well, I'm assuming they're crazy. We don't know because we have not yet opened the boxes, but that's what we do here. Not only do we give you hobby news, nuggets, notes, insights, opinions, interviews you can't get anywhere else, we also preview product and give away the hits, and we've got 11 boxes to break tonight. So we're going to be busy breaking boxes, so Rob, I hope your manicure is on point because you've opened yourself up to criticism for that now. Oh, I'm I'm ready to rock and roll, dude. Yeah. Well, also, real quick, uh, if you do follow us on Twitch, we have an amazing ability where you can subscribe to us for free if you are an Amazon Prime user. And those subscriptions go a long way towards helping to offset the shipping costs of all of those hits. We get a very small percentage of it. But so I just got to give a couple of shout outs here. Go St. Louis Poker has subscribed for 12 months in a row. They just subscribed again. They're currently on a six month streak. Rep Diaz subscribed again and gave another subscription away. He's been given subscriptions away every week. Uh, Paps beer eight subscribed for seven months. Rudy Glove has been subscribed for 12 months and click fam subscribed for 12 months and on a 12 month streak. So thank you to all of y'all for helping keep us uh, subsidizing the shipping, really. I say it goes a long way. How much does
0: it though, really? Uh, Huge. (laughs) Huge. Uh, So, yeah, it's much appreciated. Um, You guys really stepped up after I called you guys out for your lack of uh, hashtag GoGTSPC submissions, rather. Say that 10 times fast. Um, And there were so many, and I actually forgot to do it. I was scrambling before we went live to get it done. So I think I got everybody, but I forgot to include my own which i, I like to do because you know i'm a collector too and uh it's funny because I, it showed up in the mail finally this is the card that i had tweeted about that you know i'm so bummed this show's is delivered and it's not in my mailbox well i mentioned it to my postal carrier <laughs> and he's like yeah that's really weird he's like um Call the post, because I was on your route, you know, Saturday, the day it says it was delivered. Um, And so call the post office. They can GPS track where I was at the time that I marked the delivery. And I didn't even have to do that. About mm, 20 minutes later, he came back and he said, I accidentally delivered it on the street over. He's like, there's a guy like you that gets a lot of these envelopes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I just made a mistake, and he's like, so, "And it, wa- tell and me it though, won't Rob, happen again." And tell I was me like, got "Dude, Did you get the address from him.
1: him? Did you get the address from him? Because I know, exa- I know exa- envelopes.
0: I know exactly who it is because I've actually been to the dude's garage <laughs> sales before and actually have picked up some stuff and flipped it online. Yeah, he, um, an an older collector. You know, 80s to 90s stuff, unfortunately. I don't know what he's collecting now, but, yeah, every couple of years he has a garage sale. So uh, this was the uh, Joe Jackson promo card, fantasy card, that was done courtesy of Mile High, Car- Mile High Card Company at the National and slabbed by PSA. It's uh, number 514 of 1,000, IPC Shoeless wow. Joe Jackson. Uh, The 1914 Cracker Jack is my ultimate white whale, along with an 86-87 Fleer Jordan rookie. So uh, I was happy it showed up, uh, needless to say. And uh, thanks for all the advice and nice dialogue that uh, took place on Twitter. And for all of you who have had that similar thing happen, I hope your envelopes show up as well. I really do get worried sometimes because, um, no
1: joke, I have a one-eyed mailman. I'm not trying to make fun of
3: his disability.
1: (laughs) However, we have some really big issues. And it's not so much my mail going elsewhere. It's the amount of other people's mail for either the block over, the block this way, or the numbers one over that I get. It's really insane how much wrong mail I get. So I just wonder how many, you know, checks I've had that were supposed to come to me that someone else got or how many, uh, you know, there was a... I had a famous non-delivery last year that was very frustrating that was marked, delivered, never found, you know, $60, $60 lost on a Willie Mays uh, PSA card. So.
0: Wonderful. Well, we are pleased to be joined by good friend of the program, Paul Zickler. Uh, who now works at upper deck you may have known him from his tenure with the mlbpa but he's back where he started as a young intern oh so many years ago paul welcome to go gts live thanks for joining us
2: Jeez, you know my story well yeah no i'm happy to be back guys lots of like, so hey it's my it's my job to know. stuff going on it's my job to, to know join, uh, things, the gts
0: <laughs> That's true. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, a lot going on with Upper Deck. We're going to tackle these things in order: NHL rookie showcase, OPC sneak peek, and then talk about Singles Day. Mm. um So I know Is Upper for Deck married people. yeah right so i i know that Uh, nhl rookie showcase took place last week in washington dc our very own russ cohen was there um in fact after your segment we'll be rolling a video and include some interviews with some of the players but uh tell us why um upper decks there what their goals are and why it's important that you guys be there
2: hey everyone knows that uh the rookies are the foundation of our product right so uh, this is the, just the, to the year, uh, it gets us an opportunity to obviously um, fulfill some assets from autographs and, um, and that, but also get some images for the guys, get some unique content and really kick off the beginning of the year. And uh, it's obviously a huge event for us um, and uh, you know, it allows us to really get um, everything we need to get those first products out the door. Now, were you there yourself,
0: or did you send people in your staff? There
2: was a whole contingent of Upper Deck staff there. There was, I think, eight or nine of us. So I was definitely there. Uh, It was a new location this year uh it was kind of unique the nhl has their own rookie symposium event that they do where they orientate the new rookies so we kind of piggybacked on that we were in arlington uh virginia and listen it was actually a very uh seamless event this year um and uh it, it actually worked out really well piggybacking sort of the two initiatives
0: yeah, I know that uh, changing venues can often be a, a little leery as you guys go into it. Glad to hear everything was smooth. I know that event has been held in uh, Toronto in the past, up in Canada, hey, but nothing, uh,
2: nothing so Toronto and the Ritz Carlton, we were uh, we were always treated very well there. <laughs> but uh, you know, this location was um, was good, uh, obviously, just for the seamlessness of the travel and everything like that. So uh, both spots were really good. So who made an impression on you? Well, listen, we had three out of the top four picks. And obviously, Jack Hughes being an American, uh, the number one pick, um, and just the hype around this guy. Um, And then having his his brother there, Quinn Hughes, uh, uh, also, who's in the holdover class. Uh, You know, we actually had two sets of brothers. Um, The Boquist, the the Swedish brothers, were there, too. So... We really had uh, just, it was very well represented with the highest talent um, in the draft. Um, And we really leveraged that to get some unique content with those guys. So I think the hype is obvious. Um, You know, we've been anticipating this rookie class for probably four years, um, you know, and we got ourselves positioned where we had the top guys there and, uh, you know, to make sure that we really capitalize on this upcoming season the best we can.
0: I love it. One of the things that I always find interesting is how the players interact with each other. And one of the things uh, that transpired that I was able to to see and get a feel of was definitely how the brothers interacted, but also uh, the respect and camaraderie that the players have for each other. Um, you know, hockey guys are, are typically people that you can just sit down and have a beer or a conversation with. Um, what, you know... Much like in basketball, you know, people were banking on, you know, Zion Williamson being in certain products with another manufacturer. How confident is Upper Deck that the young and smaller in stature Jack Hughes is going to make the roster out of camp and be in Young Guns Series One?
2: Well, hey, listen, given he uh, set records at the U.S. Development Program. Um, scoring records, um, you know, and just the success. He's 18, and and what he's accomplished, uh, you know. It and also with New Jersey being an up-and-coming team, you know, we're all very confident that he'll be there opening day. Um, and I, I all right, we you, we'll, we'll have. Uh, <laughs> you heard it here first. We'll have millions of. of Hockey fans that are going to be wishing the same thing. Uh, just being able to see him on the ice. We did, a, we did some unique content this year. I hope your video kind of shows it. Uh, but we had the brothers together on some unique sort of dark ice imagery and video content. And just to see the level of skill that he has up front uh same with his brother um it is really quite unique so even though he is a little bit younger uh i i don't have a doubt in my mind he'll be there opening day
0: i did not have a time time to get those photos you sent into the video that was already done and uploaded (laughs) but we will be sharing those through our social media channels for sure, because some of those images are absolutely stunning. Yeah, that, that, that um, one
2: of Ryan Paling uh, kind of set the stage for the weekend, so I hope you share that one. Each each sort of rookie showcase, we always kind of give uh, a, a special upper deck sort of um, product. This year it was a UDA sign piece by Gretzky and McDavid. We always like to highlight sort of the one <laughs> player that is – contributes and is obviously initiates and just is a good person at the camp. Um, And Ryan Paling won that award this year. He's a class act. He's uh, obviously in the holdover class, so you'll definitely see his young gun at some point. Um, But he's obviously at the storied franchise, Montreal Canadiens, he won that award this year. And uh, when you show that image, I think collectors uh, will be excited to see where that image shows up.
1: Nice. Very cool. Um, if I can ask real quick, Paul, with your job uh, managing product, but also having to be that close to the game, how much of your time is spent locked up in the office and how much do you actually get to spend going out to events, uh, marketing things, promotions, things like that, where you get to get closer to the players outside of the cardboard? Well,
2: obviously, uh, the Rookie Showcase is, is a pillar of exactly what you're talking about because... You know, getting the players there early, having them sign the cards, um, get video content to promote the products that all is obviously leads to the foundation to a good year. But we support the NHL across the whole calendar of events, Uh, you know, whether it's an outdoor game, uh, Winter Classic Stadium Series, Heritage Classic or if it's an all star uh we'll be at the media the media weekend this weekend i know chris will be there um so you know i i probably have five or six key events each year Um, but we do have staff that are supporting throughout the year and that's what kind of keeps trading card category um you know going because we try to interact with as many customers and fans as we can
0: Let's shift gears and talk about a hockey card product coming out next week, Paul. In OPG, uh, collector favorite, the most comprehensive set in the hobby, really at 600 cards. Um, yeah, this is a staple. There this it is, is, is. A staple, and
2: that's why it comes out at the beginning of the season. Uh, you know, we got some fancy packs this year. Uh, Tavares is, is is featured on the on the product. Um, you know, but I'll show a couple cards. Obviously, the Skype's not going to do well, but the um, we have the sort of classic clay coat look. It is a very clean look this year. We're excited about it. This is a product that is obviously a team collector's dream. Some of our obviously hardcore collectors, right? This is a staple release every year. Um you know, but we have some unique sort of elements this year. We have our retro variations, which is also very popular, but it's also a very clean design this year. And then we have a number of parallels from the blue parallels to the gold glossies and everyone knows the black border parallels. So uh, number to a hundred. So we're really excited about the product, um, you know, and not just the, yeah. the size of the sort of the base set, but we also have some storied, storied hits the last few years. We have the trophy patches that are coming back. This is obviously the Connor McDavid 1718 Ted Lindsay. Oh, I love um, it. But they turned out really well. Um, we have the playing cards coming back. And then we do have some unique elements. We have a, a Caramels insert this year. Uh, so it's a unique size. It's actually a two inch by three and a half inch design. Um, so you can look for those. We have some sort of surprises around these as well. But they turned out really cool. It is kind of a unique design. Um, and uh, and I know Grant and Tony put in a ton of Easter eggs this year. Um, I'm not going to disclose Ooh. them today, uh, but we will be sort of um, releasing them via our blog leading up to the release. There is a ton of sort of cool and interesting content that are ho- ho- hardcore collectors that is obviously difficult to find, that they'll have a fun time trying to uncover for sure. Nice. Now,
0: last but certainly not least, now forgive me for never having heard of Singles Day before last year, but apparently, it's this worldwide commerce phenomenon and Upper Deck found a way to kind of kick off the holiday shopping season, uh, drive some traffic to shops, create some some fun content for a special day. Tell us about Upper Deck's Singles You're day.
2: exactly right. Singles Day uh, originated in China, and it has morphed into the largest shopping day in the world. I think last year they topped out at around $26 billion uh, over the span of the the promotion. Um, And it's not just about sales kind of like what we have on Black Friday in North America. It's more about the entertainment side of it too. So if you've ever tuned into Singles Day, they have this whole program that runs – during the promotion, it's like a six hour TV sort of uh, event where they give away cars, unique items, they have celebrities singing, They, I know that Kobe Bryant and they have some sports athletes, but it's really more of an event. And we kind of wanted to bring that to this side of the continent. and. Um, that's exactly what the goal is. So we've launched, uh, obviously, the event will be November 11th. We ala- launched the unique winter uh, winter set. It's a 20-card set. Uh, the packs will be available starting November 10th uh, with a $10 purchase of Upper Deck product. Uh, each pack will consist of three winter cards, um, each with a bounty scratch-off and an info card. And sort of the unique integration to the bounty site, I, I, I don't know how much you've promoted it on your, your show, is that um, it's kind of like uh, it's exclusively for the hobby, upperdeckbounty.com, uh, but if you enter and redeem each of the 20-card winter set on that site, Starting November 11th, you can win some unbelievable uh, achievement cards. Um, and so, I don't know. if you could... Yeah, go ahead.
0: We've got some. Um, we've got the uh, presentation that you guys sent out um, playing on the screen right now. First off, the card design are really cool. Oh, it's so. Um, fun. Yeah, I think, I think that's a real crisp look. And um, James, go ahead and flip that other one. I want to see a little bit more about the bounty program. So okay. yeah, be, I th- it, it's great to drive traffic to the store and be able to get a free pack. But tell us more about this bounty thing. What can collectors really... I mean, Because that seems like kind of at the heart of it, really. So
2: we have um, Artifacts Bounty coming up. Um, It's the next bounty program. Basically, we have about four or five hobby products where we've sort of incorporated this bounty program. And inside each of the products, you can find a certain insert set in the product that has a scratch-off code. And so basically, the collectors who first sort of find that set... And, and scratch off the codes and redeem them on upperdeckbounty.com, uh, usually there's a chase element. So I think with artifacts, it's the first 25 collectors. You'll get a unique insert set, and sometimes you even get some autograph cards. So it's really uh, to reinforce set building and collecting, which is obviously the foundation of our industry, um, and to provide some cool achievement cards while you're doing it.
0: Yeah, it looks like starting eleven eleven at one Eastern, the first hundred and thirty-five collectors to redeem the twenty-card singles day winner set will be randomly awarded one of the following complete parallel sets. Green numbered to 99, silver to 25, red to 10, and gold one of one. Wow all collectors who redeem the set will be put into a um drawing for a singles day winter parallel autograph cards that's really really cool and it's only a 20 card set so it's not like you have to go you know crazy you know you spend you know what you would on a box probably and the store owner you know gives you the proper number of packs you're going to you're going to put that together pretty easily that's fine yeah
2: yeah. no that's the that's the sort of the premise around it and we included all of our obviously our key NHL athletes but our upper deck spokesman as well so you'll see LeBron James Tiger Woods Serena uh, Williams it's going to be a really neat commemorative set Um, and uh, obviously the achievement cards there you can see in the solicitation I think we have a Gretzky McDavid dual auto And uh, you'll you'll basically the first 105 collect. (laughs) It's just a little thing like that. (laughs) that. Um, And uh, and you'll have five whole days to be entered into that sort of draw for the autograph cards. So it's it's um, it's before basically the end of day on November 16th. If you redeem the set by then, um, you'll be entered into randomly win one of those autograph cards. So. Uh, so, so, you, so Paul, you have two some quick time. clarifications. Even if you're not one of the first 35 to get one of the sort of the complete parallel sets, you can still get entered into win one of the random awarded autograph cards. So, it's a fun promotion. Obviously, it's to support the hobby, too. Uh, the holiday time is is obviously very important and it's it 's right around the release of u d one so we 're excited to set, kind of give a boost to holiday sales and uh you know kick off the holiday in a big way love it yeah, very cool
0: I think it's good that um the timing is perfect, as you said, because it just leads right into UD1 and the start of the holiday shopping season. So it's something that we've um, been pushing on the GoGTS.net blog. I'm glad we had an opportunity to share it with our audience, and we'll be sure to remind everyone leading up to the event because we want to see our viewers win some bounty. So,
1: uh, I do have one question about the program actually coming from a shop owner who is in our perfect. chat. Are they just being sent to dealers automatically, or do they have to register
2: somewhere? No, they'll be through their distributors. So they can, yeah, they can reach out to their distributors. Um, or, that's how it's going to flow through. So um, that is that is the way to do it. Awesome, yep. thank
0: you. Absolutely, um, you have to be a certified diamond dealer. The promotional kits contain one hundred packs and so yeah just contact your distributor if you're the reason
2: why we're sort of making them available on uh november 10th is there are some store closures obviously november 11th in the u.s is veterans day and in canada it's remembrance day so it kind of gives those shop owners that may be closed for part of the 11th um to still participate and capitalize on the promotion
1: And are they being released in shops in China as
2: well? Yes, we're going to have a separate bounty for China this year. So um, there's obviously with the time change, mainland China is 16 hours ahead of us. Um, So they're going to have their own separate program um, and uh, it will run corresponding to their um, sort of uh obviously their time time frame there, so um yeah it's the two programs that are going to be running simultaneously, so that should be interesting to see how that plays out.
0: i can't wait, hey, Paul, thanks so much for wanting to come on taking time out i know it's you know already 6 30 there in the office so um thanks for sharing everything with us our best to chris who i know wanted to be on and join you but had other things going on and uh we'll talk with you again. Hey, it's always
2: a pleasure we're excited for the upcoming season and look forward to speaking again
0: awesome thanks uh-huh. paul paul zickler from upper deck talking all things State of the Union at Upper Deck, NHL Rookie Showcase, OPG Sneak Peek Always a collector favorite and Singles Day Have a good one Wow, that was a lot was- It's only been a first 20 minutes, half hour into the show
1: Oh, I know, how are we going to recover from that? We've we've got 11 boxes to break tonight too, Rob We're, we're going to be under, I'll see you tomorrow We're going to yeah, wake right? up Wake right. up and the show's still going to be going on very cool though hearing from paul there at upper deck all those cool things and i love bounty programs i think that's so fun
0: yeah and that one's that one's pretty attainable uh so yeah Yeah. curious to see if any of our viewers can score some bounty awesome especially because even if you aren't
1: the first 135 even if you don't get that one thing if you complete the set a few days later and they're out of the guaranteed sets you still get entered to win
0: those autographs. So yeah, very cool. Yeah. Who wouldn't want a Gretzky McDavid duel, right? So
1: real quick, I'm going to make an announcement while we shift gears here, but make sure if you are watching us for the first time ever, make sure that you also go to Twitter and follow us on Twitter because all the giveaways that we're going to be doing shortly are going to be handled through Twitter. So it's twitter.com slash go GTS live. And I'll throw that in the chat box on Facebook and elsewhere. But make sure you follow us on Twitter because that's how you're going to enter to win in just a little bit.
0: Awesome. Thank you, Ivan. Well, we mentioned that uh, Russ Cohen, uh, contributor to GoGTS.net, friend of the program, author, serious XM NHL analyst. I mean, he just is the man. Uh, He was at the NHLPA Rookie Showcase, and uh, we put together uh, this video for you based on some of the content he was able to Capture. Uh, watch this, and we'll be right back with hobby happenings. <music>
4: These guys you know and you're having some fun with them out there. Yeah it's great it's a good time. Obviously doing this media stuff is always fun and um, having some guys here, some buddies and uh, some people you've heard of and never met is great so getting kind to of know some new faces and, and having a good time.
5: Yeah there's a
0: lot of teammates out there there's a lot of guys you'll be playing against soon.
4: Yeah absolutely. Um, As you said some, some former teammates but then most of the guys you played against and, and heard us so um, getting on the ice with them getting to know them and, and uh, in that is very nice.
2: How do you feel like your development has come along, I mean, you uh, you were taken
0: pretty
3: high, you, you had a really good year, what are your, were your expectations for this year?
4: Yeah, I feel like I've um, worked really hard on my development, and that's something I've always worked hard at, and I feel I've improved a lot, I've uh, grown a lot, I've grown faster, and um, yeah, I feel I'm really, really ready to uh, try to make an impact this year.
0: And do you feel like you've gotten them stronger enough to, to turn pro? Physically stronger?
4: Yeah, absolutely, I think, um, I've done everything I can, so um, that's my goal. And what about,
0: um, did you shoot your first card yet? Your trading card, have you sh- gone to
6: the photo shoot part of it out there? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so what, what was that experience like for you?
4: Yeah, it was awesome, it was really cool. Um, obviously they're doing a great job over there, the photographers, um a really neat shot, so it's exciting. Appreciate it. Thanks. Good luck this year. Yeah, thank you.
0: like out there? You're out there with your uh, teammate, maybe a future pairing in, in uh,
6: Mikey Anderson.
7: Yeah, I mean it's pretty cool. Um, obviously you get to come here with someone I know and uh, from the same organization, so it's cool to be here alongside him. Um, and yeah, like you said, I hope, hope one day that we're you know, both in the Kings and both playing well.
0: When you get out here and you're out on the ice, and I'm sure you've been on the ice, does
1: it
2: feel like hockey season's getting closer?
7: Yeah, definitely. This makes it feel like it's coming and, uh, you know, it's good to be out here with a lot of uh, the top prospects and stuff and a lot of guys that I've never, never met, so um, to get to be able to meet new guys and, um, you know, guys that hopefully one day I'll be playing against is pretty cool.
4: Now, can you, will you
0: make the adjustment to warm weather? Are you good as a warm weather guy or do you like the cold weather?
7: I like both, honestly. Like, last year it was, it was warm and I really enjoyed it and I don't think I missed the snow that much, but... Um, Obviously, I grew up in Canada and I enjoy the uh, the different seasons and stuff like that. So, um, you know, like I said, I'm okay with both.
3: What's it like getting your picture taken for your hockey cards?
7: Yeah, it's cool. Definitely cool. Growing up, you see guys on hockey cards all the time, and you admire those guys. And um, so yeah, it's definitely cool to uh, you know be able to have a card here in the soon in the near future. Now they'll have you do a goal selling. Do you have like a name for it? No, I don't. We were just messing around. I uh, honestly. Good afternoon, fine, in
3: fun. Thanks, good luck to you this year. Yeah, thank you.
0: stuff uh paul zickler was just talking about that and then russ was there and we got to look at a bunch of it awesome thanks Russ. That's it's pretty cool um, i wish they'd do that here in southern
1: california sometime i only get to go to the nfl
0: one i want to go to the oh one. oh <laughs> um, all right we have a few um hobby stories to catch up on so let's dive into this week's hobby happenings Well, a couple weeks ago, actually, at Bristol Motor Speedway was home to the Food City 300. Xfinity Series driver Gary Galding, whose car is actually sponsored by Panini America, placed sixth at the checkered flag. The car's hood received a special paint job that week advertising 2019 Don Ross NFL football cards and pictured an image of Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes. Pretty cool. Well, following the race, the hood was auctioned on eBay with all proceeds going to Mahomes 15 and Mahomes Charity and sold for over 5600 bucks. Nice. Well done.
1: Sports Collectors Daily reported that some new money in the hobby resulted in Heritage Auction's Summer Platinum Night Sports Collectibles auction taking in over $11 million. Chris Ivey, director of Sports Collectibles, noted, We've picked up a good number of new high-end collectors in recent months. The uncertainty in the financial markets is driving corporate money toward the safety of top-tier collectibles, so we're in the midst of a
0: significant
1: pricing boom here.
0: Interesting. Uh, Here's a look at some of the top-selling items from the auction, several of which are updates to previously recovered reports here on Hobby Happenings. So claiming top honors and setting a record for a game-used jersey worn by someone other than Babe Ruth, this 1937 Lou Gehrig gamer sold for over $2.58 million. And on sports
1: cards, the top-selling sports card was this 1916 Famous and Bar Babe Ruth Rookie Card, which fetched $540,000 after it was consigned by members of a Missouri family who, you might remember, had inherited it with a collection of hundreds of pre-war cards in varying grades. The PSA 6 x mint example is the highest grade the card has ever received. Pop one <laughs> Just
0: out of the woodwork. Uh the original photo taken of Ty Cobb in nineteen oh seven that was then used to produce some of his famed T206 cards more than quadrupled the previous record for unsigned sports photograph selling for three hundred and ninety six thousand
1: dollars. The bat used by Mickey Mantle in the 1956 All-Star Game, which graded out to a PSA DNA game used 9.5, sold for $384,000.
0: And finally rounding out the top five items is that pack-pulled Michael Jordan card we told you about in our last show. Tucked away in storage for almost 17 years, the owners mm-hmm. decided now was the time to sell And I say they made a good decision, seeing as the card netted $204,000. In crime news around the hobby,
1: earlier this year we told you the story of David Stone of Maryland, who was found guilty of theft of more than $25,000 when he robbed sports memorabilia from a storage locker owned by a former hobby shop owner last winter. Well, Stone was sentenced to eight years in prison and ordered to pay $50,000 in restitution.
0: I've always wondered about restitution. If they have to be a thief anyway, they don't have any money. So where does that restitution come from? But uh, anyway.
1: Court order. Court order.
0: At least the, you feel good the court ordered it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, the latest Disney fan fest, known as the D23 Expo, took place in Al- Anaheim, California, of course, this past weekend. And Tops used the opportunity to announce their latest digital offering. Watch this.
8: Hi, everyone, and welcome. We are here at D23 coming to you from the Tops Digital booth. We're featuring both our Star Wars Card Trader app and Marvel Collect by Tops here at D23. But I'm lucky enough to be with Gabby from our Tops team, who is the product manager of our upcoming app, Disney Collect by Tops. If you haven't heard already, that's right, Disney Collect is coming to Tops. It's coming! It's coming. Are you excited? Oh my God, I
9: am, yes, I am so excited. <laughs> I can't wait. I've been waiting for this for a really long time. A lot of us have. Um, and...
8: It's going to be great, absolutely. Uh, we've all been incredibly excited to share with this news with you, and so we wanted to give you a little bit of a behind-the-scenes look at what you might be able to expect in Disney Collect. So let's start content-wise. I mean, we're going to have the classics, but what can you share with us about what might be coming to Disney Collect? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're
9: definitely going to see all of your favorite classic characters, like you said. Um, You know, all of the current content that's out. This year we've had so many great movies come out, Aladdin, Lion King, um, we've got Frozen coming up. You're definitely going to see all of that and be able to collect all of those characters. Um, But something that is really cool is that we also have access to a lot of classic content, a lot of things that I think fans have never even seen before. Cops team, uh, we actually took a little trip out to Disney and got to visit the archives um, and got to see a lot of really cool stuff that we've been kind of researching and sourcing for content. Um, and all I can say is that we're, we're going to have a lot of really cool stuff to come for a very long time. Um,
8: yeah, and it's going to be incredible. Like Gabby mentioned, some stuff that fans may not have seen before and. We here at Tops are so incredibly excited to bring that to you. Now I have to ask, I mean, is, is there gonna be more than just trading cards in Disney Collect? What can you tell us there?
9: Okay, so um, I think I think our fans who have been in Marvel this year have maybe kind of started to get a taste of uh, some changes that we're making yes. and some new stuff we're exploring. And I don't wanna give away too much, but we are definitely, Trying to give our fans more to collect um, than just maybe the cards that they're used to in our other Tops apps. Okay. Um, so, so there is some exciting stuff coming.
8: Beautiful. So we'll leave you with that. But I, I know you yourself personally are a huge Disney fan. So many of us are. Uh, what does this app mean for you? Mean for the future of Tops Digital? I mean. Tell us a little bit more. Oh man, so much.
9: So, I mean, you know, we're, we're all here because we love collecting and that's what we love about all the Tops apps. Um, and I think any, I mean, in the collecting world, we know that Disney is like the biggest property that you can collect. Um, and I've been a lifelong Disney fan. I've collected, you know, Disney cards when I was a kid, Disney plushies, Disney pins. There's so much. And I think bringing that into the digital world um, and just adding it to our catalog of Tops apps uh, is really exciting. Do some stuff with it that we just haven't seen in the other Topps apps before. And 100%. Gonna be
8: awesome. Yes, it, it's going to be incredible. Gabby, thank you for being here at D23 again. Breaking news at a D23: our Disney Collect app is coming to our suite of Tops apps. We're so incredibly excited. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at TopsDisney Disney, where you can catch all the breaking news that uh, we'll be having from from now until the app goes live. And expect it soon in an app store or Google Play near you.
1: Despite this year's National already being in the rearview mirror, content continues to emerge like this great recap video from pristine auctions that contains some great candid interactions of the signers at the TriStar Autograph Pavilion. Check out the athletes and signers now.
0: When your collection shows up on the local news, we're pretty sure you've reached super collector status. So watch this segment from ABC affiliate channel 16WNEP in Pennsylvania and meet Tim Shero, an official Pete Rose super collector.
7: A man from Carbon County has a basement that looks similar to what you'd see at the National Baseball Hall
9: of Fame.
10: But this collection of thousands of items is dedicated to one of the best players in baseball history who is not enshrined in Cooperstown. Any guesses as to who? NewsWatch 16's Chase Sr. has the answer.
5: If you're a fan of America's pastime and you were teleported here, you might think you ended up in some baseball museum. I started collecting Pete
11: Rose memorabilia in the early 80s when he was playing for the Philadelphia Phillies. They won the World Series in 1980. And at that time, uh, nobody brought the intensity to the game of baseball like Pete Rose did.
5: But this is actually the basement of Tim Shero's home nearly heightened, a basement with more than 5,000 items of Pete Rose memorabilia on display.
11: He just never gave up at any time. And any play that was invo- that he was involved with, he was given 110 percent in every play that you know that he could.
5: And Shero's admiration for the all-time hit king, also known as Charlie Hustle, was recently featured in the Sports Illustrated for Kids article by SI Kids reporter Anna Libley. She's also from the Lee Highton area. In this impressive man cave, you can find everything from bats and balls signed by Rose to autographed pictures, magazine covers, cigarette packaging, and even Pete Rose's high school yearbook. Chances are, if Pete Rose was on it, Sharrow, a teacher in the Lee-Heighton area school district, <coughs> has it.
7: Every time I come down here, I just always see something new, and it's just really cool to see all the
11: Pete Rose stuff. The biggest thing that I found with. Um, My collecting is that the friendship I'm making with other people that share the same passion that I have. Now we can kind of talk to each other about it, and then we help each other out, find different things that maybe I don't have or one of my friends might not have. And then um, we try to hook each other up with getting different items.
5: And despite Pete Rose having the most hits in Major League Baseball history, he is not in the Hall of Fame. He was kicked out of baseball for betting on the game. Here's Shero's thoughts on that controversial topic.
11: Pete was the greatest hitter of all time. He's played the the game of baseball with so much intensity that it very seldom is matched by any player. Worst case scenario, they put an asterisk or something by his name, but there's no doubt in my mind that Pete belongs in the Hall of Fame.
5: And many fans may agree. Sherrow adds his wife demands that the Pete Rose collection doesn't extend above the basement. Chase Senior News, Watch 16, Carbon County.
10: Good tidbit.
1: (laughs) Well, I sure hope that collector doesn't have a Rose allergy. (laughs) Ha 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 ha. Hey, if you've been waiting patiently for tops to reveal who the mystery redemptions are for this year's Bowman and Finest, you're in luck. The 2019 Bowman lucky redemption is New York Mets star rookie Pete Alonzo. The Mets rookie has belted 42 home runs so far this season with over 100 RBI. The 2019 Finest mystery redemptions features three rookies called up this season as well. Number one, Austin Riley for the Atlanta Braves. Redemption number two, Nick Senzel for the Cincinnati Reds. And, of course, he wasn't going to be left off this list. Number three is Vladimir Guerrero Jr. for the Toronto Blue Jays.
0: Nice. Well, look at this picture. Ouch. Ouch. The news of Andrew Luck's retirement hit some hobbyists very hard. Particularly, Andy Albert, owner of Indianapolis's most popular card shop, the Indy Card Exchange. A recent article, however, on Yard Barker provides an excellent look at why collectors never have anything to worry about in a situation like this. But why investors can be left feeling like that. And that's a look at this week's hobby happenings.
2: <laughs> wah,
0: wah, wah, wah. Uh anything you want to talk about before we dive into box breaks, Ivan? Uh, there's a lot I want to talk about. However, okay. Rob, I also know that we
1: have a lot of crazy box breaks. So, I don't know, do you want to just jump into them or, you know, was there something in there that you particularly wanted to talk
0: about? I I didn't have I- I didn't want to just kind of paraphrase or read verbatim the Yard Barker article, but I do encourage everyone to go out and find it, uh, that there was the title and, and on the screen there and whatnot. It, it's a short read, but it's a great read, and uh, you know, you might notice that I used the word hobbyist at the beginning, and it was because not all collectors got hit very hard. Uh, just those hobbyists that are investors. So it was just a, it, it. I think especially it's a it's good for everyone to take a pause once in a while. Whether you're a new collector, you know, returning, veteran. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um. All right. Next up, we're going to take a quick break from box breaks. Um, we've got a video from Director of Football Product Development. Rob Springs talking about the 2019 NFL rookie class, which will transition us well into the second box break segment. Check this out.
6: All right, Rob. Football season's really not that far away. Right. So a lot was made of us may have Kyler Murray going number one overall. Rookies always seem to drive the years pretty much at this point. Sure. But that being said, how are you feeling about this year's rookie class?
10: I think it's good. I think it's it's very deep and, and we still have a shot with, with more than just Kyler, right? I think Drew Locke has got a shot uh, at, at getting in there and getting some significant playing time. Uh, a lot of the wide receivers, I think, are going to get a quick play, whether it's Marquise Brown, whether it's AJ, no, no matter who it is. And then you know Josh Jacobs, I think, is going to get a quick run on Oakland. So as long as you can get a handful of guys on the field right and, and get them moving in the right direction, that helps get everything started and then hopefully you, you get some back end pull Expecting like we seem to do every year.
6: Overall, looking at the veteran market, who would you say is the most collectible player in the NFL right now? Uh, I
10: think it's still Mahomes, and, and, and really Mahomes and probably Baker are a close one too. I mean Brady's always going to be there and have his, um, you know, his staunch collectors, but, but the way Mahomes and, and Baker have, have have pulled and in this market has been really unheard of. R- really, these guys have just just taken the, uh, the hobby by storm. It, it's been it's been fun to watch. It's been a fun ride.
6: Well, talking about Baker, obviously a lot of expectations on the Browns this year of all their additions. Right. Let's say they pay off on the hype, make a playoff appearance, have a good season. Where do you think that's going to? What do you think? Where do you think that puts Baker in terms of the hierarchy of NFL collectability?
10: Man, if, if, if they do all that kind of stuff, I, I don't think it'll be any different than what Mahomes did last year. Right? He he literally went from the guy that played one game that still had some hype on him to just just an amazing season and, and shot to number one and, and being the most collectible. Guy. Same thing, I think, could happen with Baker, and and those two have really, where you look at it, you go past, like, the the autos and the mems and stuff, really, if you look at, like, the inserts and parallels, where those guys are selling um, on those type cards versus in the past with football, it was just never like basketball, right? I mean, basketball parallels and inserts would sell like crazy due to the international market, but we never really had that in football until the last couple years, mainly with Mahomes and Baker, and they've just
6: Or guy this year, whether it's a veteran or a rookie, you think could take the collecting market by storm?
10: Uh, wow, that's a good question. Um, veteran-wise, I don't know. Oh, I may need to give that one a little bit more thought. Um, just, you're just in a time where so many guys are, you know, there's so much potential on so many guys that are, are – um, do this, will they do that? These guys are in their last year of the contract or or looking for contract years and, and stuff like that.
6: the physical train cars that you guys do produce what are some of the highlights or are there any new products coming out this year that you like to highlight for 2019 uh, you know the only new product
10: was legacy which which is already released uh, is the only thing we have slated this year we had a really good uh, really good run with like one in the city and some of the new ones that we released last year so um, those kind of filled in the gap so really we've kind of just worked on improving you know certain inserts or content within the brands that are there but right now actually
6: there's, there's no new programs that are, are currently slated all right if you had to pick one what would you say is the strongest football product you have right now i'm still going to say
10: contenders just because i'm old school and, and kind of from that that era where contenders is still the football I started working here, Contenders is the card. Uh, but Prism stuff is slowly, uh, slowly is probably not a good word, uh, is, is rapidly coming on as, as people's favorite, whether they're the base autographs, or the silvers, or whatever it may be. But, but for me, it's still the Contenders rookie autograph ticket. Good stuff.
1: Yeah, it gives us some stuff to be excited for this year in the NFL.
0: I need to go refill my water while you guys check out a quick video with Leighton Sheldon of Just Collect and VintageBreaks.com, who discusses his thoughts on the renewed interest in junk wax. When we come back, we'll hit up Hot in the Shop and then dive into our winners list. We'll be back after this video.
6: Vintage Breaks is known for some really high-end breaks with card sealed packs, but seems like there's been a renewed interest in this "quote unquote" junk wax era. What kind of interest have you been seeing?
3: Sure, so we've seen quite a bit of interest, um, and as we were just talking a minute ago about 1993 tops boxes and other boxes uh, of similar ilk, um, they represent a good bang for the buck for a collector. Where well, you can buy a pack for a few dollars and you can pull a card that's worth five or eight hundred dollars, like a Derek Jeter 1993 tops gold with the graded PSA 10. And so if you think about it cost 10 or 15 or $20 to go to the movies. For that same cost, you could buy a box from the 80s or 90s of or early 2000s of junk wax, pull some nice base uh, Hall of Famers, rookie cards, um, some inserts, and of course there's always that chance of a big hit. Um, and I think that the resurgence is really due to the fact that vintage wax across the board has been um, slowly escalating in price, and in some cases quickly escalating in price, and so collectors, true collectors, are always looking for ways to continue their enjoyment. And so I think that's really the resurgence for um, a resurgence in um, junk wax is because now, if you look at a few years ago, maybe it was, you know, you'd see 100 boxes of that particular product around. Now there's only 20 boxes around. Well, in a few years, maybe you'll only be uh, able to find 10 boxes of it around, you know, when you're shopping in the National. So I just think that if you choose the right junk wax, forget about for investment purposes, um, it's just a great time to be had
6: by a collector. So what you're saying is that 87, 88, 89 tops that has been to ride as being more valuable as a fire starter.
3: Any chance we're going to see those boxes jump up to a point where they're like a viable hobby investment? I think we've seen 87 Topps Baseball actually start to get to that level, because there's folks that are grading the cards out of the set. From 87 Topps Baseball, which is one of my first sets I collected as a kid, try to grade in PSA 10. And to be fair, 87 Topps Baseball, I feel like I used to get offered, I don't know, 10 cases a week, and now I might only get offered 5 cases a week. And of course, I'm making up those numbers. But they're definitely coming down, not being offered that product as much. Which means that people are either hoarding it, opening it, and it's not as available. So therefore, the price, if the supply and demand keep going like the way it is, not as much supply, and demand stays steady or keeps going up, therefore the price will continue to go up steadily on that.
6: Alright, Overall, if there was, let's say, someone did want to speculate on the futures on that, what's the one product you would tell people like, hey, I would highly recommend you
3: buy a case of this because in a couple of years, I think it's going to go up significantly in price. Sure. So uh, personally, for me, I would look at Mike Trout stuff right now. I know that's not really the junk wax era. Perfect example is Bowman Platinum Baseball. I started buying 2010 Bowman Platinum Baseball a couple of years ago at about $200 box on eBay. Now the cheapest box that you can find is $500, and I'm still willing to buy it at that because I can sell through vintage breaks. My point is, is that if you take someone like Mike Trout to make maybe a generational child, a talent and um his high-end product, like 2009 Bowman Draft, which most people can't afford, what's happening is people are realizing that their secondary, the tertiary um, products that contain potentially Mike Trout rookies are going to continue to go up because people are shredding them because they can't afford to buy the 2009 Bowman Draft. So that $200 box, which is now four or 500 I could actually see um, 2010 Bowman Platinum being a $600 to $800 box pretty shortly because you can still get a multi-thousand-dollar Mike Trout um, card out of that. And for a lot of folks, that's just good enough. They don't need the 2009 Bowman Draft.
0: Boxing. all right everybody let's uh we've we've caught up on some products we haven't gotten to see in recent weeks so let's take a look at what we have coming out next week that will be hot in the shop and we kick things off with 2019 tops luminaries baseball cards which is going to deliver one auto one autograph relic in every box so one auto or Auto Relic. It's going to feature the very best that Diamond has to offer from the past, present, and future in this beautifully designed autograph product. In addition, every card is encased, and, oh, did I mention, they're all numbered to 15 or less. So high risk, high reward, but there's also a ton of interesting content in here. Uh, Home Run Kings, Hit Kings, Masters of the Mound, each with parallels in 10, 5, and 1. But there's some amazing, amazing booklets ultra book and ultimate books for each of those home run kings hit kings and then the masters in the mound ultra book the ultimate book has 50 autograph cards of some of the great home run hitters the hit kings 40 autographs and the greatest book card 30 and then new this year lighting the way dual autograph cards featuring two players from two different eras numbered to five or less the 2019 Topps luminary autograph relics are also following that same theme so this f- hits shops next week if you buy this please show us your hits uh, speaking of products that if you
1: buy you have to show us your hits i cannot wait for this exciting product 2019 onyx futura prospects and legends baseball cards We apologize we don't have a little bit closer view to show you, but that's because Onyx uh, has a very... um, Oh, sorry. No, we do. The video's working? Okay. Sorry. I've got too many screens going. Each box is going to deliver four autographs signed on card or autograph memorabilia cards or 24-karat gold-plated framed cards, as well as one gold or silver edition heritage foil parallel in every box. This is prospect focus with an incredible checklist. You can find the entire checklist on GoGTS.net but names like Wander Franco uh, I'm seeing uh, is it Robles on there? Very deep checklist but then also legends such as Nolan Ryan the biggest thing is if you know anything about Futura you know that they have some of the highest end high class cards out there. If you know anything about Onyx, they build incredible checklists. Those two things have come together into this limited product please tag us and show us your hits if you open any of this this next week
0: let zion williamson mania begin 2019 panini contenders draft picks collegiate basketball cards next week with six autographs one parallel 35 base season tickets 35 season ticket variations and 30 inserts in every box. Featuring the first trading cards of the 2019 NBA rookie class in their college uniforms, but also look for on-card autographs from this year's rookie class. RPS college tickets on-card autos from all the top tier rookies from the 2019 NBA draft, as well as three separate variations in each parallel. Parallels, college draft ticket number to 99, college playoff tickets number to 15, and then several different one-on-ones. Oh, and don't forget about the college cracked ice ticket number to 23. International tickets features top foreign-born 2019 NBA draft picks, also in parallels. (coughs) Excuse me. Legacy signatures features autographs from former college standouts turned nba stars season ticket signatures a 10 card autograph set of the greatest players to ever step foot on a college campus sit stores september 4th
1: i'm having a little deja vu because we talked about it with one of the creators earlier but man how exciting is it that we've got 2019 2020 hockey cards coming out this week in the form of Opeachy nhl This is one of the best checklists out there. 600-card base set, so hockey collectors will love it. It also includes 50 marquee rookies, along with uh, the overtime hockey-eligible one-overtime pack for every box purchased from participating dealers. Uh, Look for Blue-Bordered Parallels, Opeechee Caramels, new in a mini size, As well as Opeachy playing cards and retro black border foil parallels as well as one gold glossy parallel per box very cool great design great vintage feels on this and it's got some great nhl holdover rookies including philip zadina kale maker and quinn hughes look for this in hobby shops this next week
0: fantastic And next up from Super Break, Super Break dives into football, one time football edition. Yeah, they do. One premium buyback card in every box, four boxes in a case. And yeah, just look at some of this stuff. RPAs, Superfractors, Refractors, Population Ones, BGS Black Labels, 9.5 and 10 grades. Players like Mahomes, Brady, Mayfield, Goff, Aaron Rodgers, Dak Prescott, Todd Gurley, Russell Wilson, Andrew Luck, Walter Payton, Jim Brown, Ezekiel Elliott, and many, many more. Just let this play. Look at that. Exquisite buybacks. That's phenomenal. Barkley prison buybacks. All right. Well, I think you get the point. This hit shops next week as well. Wow.
1: So Rob, you had to go and do it. You had to go talk about a sick product and leave it to me to try to one-up you. Well, guess what else Super Break has coming out this week? The what? Ever popular 2019 Super Break Super Deluxe Edition, which brings eight premium hits in every single box. It's going to bring in collectors a masterpiece of signed collectibles and certified buybacks including rookie cards rookie autographs from the greatest scorers hitters and champions and all sport you're going to be able to find presidential autographs multi-signed and single-signed certified collectibles uh i mean i'm pretty sure that mickey mantle card in the middle just says it all right how many products can you find a 1952 mickey mantle in or Albert Einstein's autograph or Babe Ruth's autograph or Aaron Burr's autograph. And all autographs are certified by the major authenticators. I got to say, Rob, super breaks, bringing it with this one. I think this may top that football product. Let's go. (laughs)
0: Awesome. All right. uh, Might throw a little bit of a curve here, guys. Ivan, um, are you, did you get the winners done or do we need to get you some more time?
1: No, I got them done. I just, I literally just now clicked the button and it all happened.
0: All right. We we also had planned uh, for you guys to watch a pretty cool Gary V video, but it's late. Um, We're going to roll that to next week and uh, just dive into our winner announcement. But before we do, want to update the Twitter poll. What's more annoying? Pictures of cards with the seller's. Uh, legs and feet in the image or breakers with dirty, unkept fingernails. Uh, it narrowed slightly, but with 186 votes in, 79% of you saying, clean those fingernails, breakers. Um, special thanks to Kevin Hefner, Stork Autographs, Scott Allen at Super Break, Susan LeJudai at Tops, uh, Chris Carlin and Paul Zickler at Upper Deck, and... Of course, Tracy Hackler and the crew at Panini. Uh, Thank you, uh, Russ Cohen and Kelsey Schroyer for the content they provided. And most importantly, thank you for watching. For Ivan Lovegren and James Gale behind the scenes, I'm Rob Bertrand. Have a great weekend, everybody, and always be collecting. Good night.